this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Ingrahel, how are you? Are you all right? Lockmore the Betrayer claims another life. Ingrahel is dead. And the heroes will risk his wrath. A couple things are going to happen. Oh, God. Oh, no. They're all very, very bad. So that the forces of good... By the order of the shield, I bring you to your judgment. Face my lance. May prevail. For Highbury! The adventure continues. Oh, no! oh my god. Now. Another week, another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. What's up, everybody? Troy LaValle, back again. Tag team, back again. Something, something, let's begin. You guys remember that song? No? I'm showing my age. Before we get to episode 77, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody that participated in our first ever GCP retreat weekend. How fun was that? I mean, we obviously had a ton of fun. I think I'm still recovering a week and a half later. But hopefully you guys had fun as well, interacting with us, being able to put voices with faces besides mine. And uh, we also got to give some stuff away, which was a gigantic mess, as you've seen from our Facebook posts. Honestly, we were just so excited to give stuff away, we never thought like, oh, wait a minute, internet lag, and we were all drinking and not paying attention to the comments and whatnot. So we went back, course corrected, and saw, okay, somebody said this answer first, somebody said this answer first. So first of all, apologies to the people who were like, you win! And then we were like, just kidding, it was this guy, or this girl. But the people that we did announce won something, we are going to send you something anyways, but we want to be fair to the people that actually got the answers correct first. So even though we'll never be doing that again live, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and now I've got about 50 packages to mail out, but I promise they're coming soon. I don't want to hold you guys up much longer because I know everyone's excited to find out how this crazy battle turns out. But I did want to point you once again back to the subreddit because there's some really cool stuff going on with a Discord. I don't even know what Discord is, but I do know the people on the subreddit are using it to meet up and play Pathfinder with each other. I mean, this has been the end goal all along, I think. The fact that like-minded people, i.e. GCP fans, are getting together and playing Pathfinder is phenomenal to us. So please, if you're interested in playing, whether you're a new player, whether you're someone who's never, ever played before, or someone who played when they were a teenager and is looking to get back in, or a seasoned vet, they are having games for people of all skill levels, and that is the place to go. So go to our subreddit, check out the thread for the Discord where people are creating Roll20s. I think there's already been like two or three groups of five or six that have already started playing, but there's still going to be more groups joining up, so if you want to be involved, get on that subreddit. Be sure to keep emailing us at glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com, and we promise we'll get back to you. I know we've fallen a little bit behind with the weekend and everything, but we also only used to get a couple emails a week. Now we get like 40 a day. So we're doing our best, but we promise we will get back to every single one of you. And thank you, as Joe always mentions, for those iTunes reviews. You have no idea how much that helps, even though it seems so silly. We read every single one of them. They keep getting better. They're really touching to us, and they help the crazy algorithm that is uh, Apple iTunes success. All right, I could go on and on forever. Let's just get to the episode. Here she is in all her Pathfinder glory, Episode 77, Spear and Loathing in Lost Places. Ingrahild is dead. What? 
<laughs> a, told- a lone voice in the bank. <laughs> I thought in we told Skid. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What? She is perma dead. Now, when I prepare these things, especially a weird one like this, where I thought the party might get split, and 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 Lockmore is doing, you know, he's kind of luring half the party in and whatnot. I, you I mean how the, you split the party? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, in all my permutations of this, like I know this is a deadly character. I was like, can't wait to really give it to Della. She, she needs it. She needs to really be taken down a notch. Yeah, with a couple of attacks. And just the way it worked out, and you can say, well, yeah, Troy, you control Ingrahild. You control Amlo. Yeah, I can control them to say we're going left instead of right. We're going to go there. But, like, I just didn't... I thought maybe Willamette could have charged up, spent a full-round action lighting the torch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to. He couldn't see. Could have been in there. He was in pitch blackness, if you imagine it. Pitch blackness. Yeah. What if... I decide, I had pre-decided that Lockmore was going to be in that room. So if Nestor or if Baron or if Della was the first one in the room, I mean, they were going to get the brunt of that. Ingrahild had to, had to choose to use the diehard feet to stay alive. She was not going to go down. For the I find that to be one of the strangest things about that feat. You get to choose? That you get to choose. I mean, I guess as a player, it makes sense. You know, it's like, oh, well, you get the, we'll give them the option. But as a you know, when you think about a character, in how many situations is a character with that feat going to go down? Unless you know they're being no, slimy. No, should go down. No, no, I know. I'm saying, but it would only seem weak. You know, if you were playing a hero. But you know you what know, it is. What I think about it is like one of those uh, battle scenes, like from Henry V, where there's just a guy falls off his horse, and there's just horses running over, and everything's going in slow motion, and he hears like ringing in his ears, and that's he's down below zero at that point. And he's just trying to like reorient himself. And then something within him, he sees something. In her case, she saw Umlo. She saw the man that desecrated her. And that made her stay up. And it led. 26 points of damage. I mean, any way you roll it, she was already at negative two. She definitely doesn't have a 28 con. <laughs> she is permanently dead. And you Once pointed more into this the out to me, Joe, after the session ended that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think about this. Baron doesn't know yet. Yeah. He's in the in, other in, room. Yeah, to compliment Grant, he tried to go another way and was doing everything by the book, the move actions to open the doors, to move his exact speed. So he has not even come into that room yet. And it's taking him multiple rounds to get there. I wonder what you're thinking. You know, you, Grant, know, but you as a character don't even know yet. When you walk in there, Ingrahild's going to be dead. I know that I wish that Della or Nestor had opened the door for me so I could be 20 feet closer, but that, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, you, just like, you just like sent Matthew an email on Wednesday. You were like, why couldn't you open the door, man? <laughs> you know, Listen, Matthew, a gentleman would have opened the door. <laughs> a gentleman was trying to save your girlfriend. <laughs> it's just so ironic that you were just like, was it last episode or two episodes ago? You're like, I'm kind of feeling a little two, romantic. I started mentioning it two episodes, episodes ago. I mean, that's the, the closeness between you two has been evident. And like, you know, Joe's the type who's like, nobody cares about Ingrid Well, I disagree. I think some people care about Ingrid I care about Ingrid But obviously they don't care about it as much as they do Lork or Baron right. or, you know, these characters they've been with for a while. But I mean, you've been with Ingrid since... Uh, since Marsh the, Madness. The Mar- Marsh Madness. You know? Yeah. She's been a part of your party. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's because I've always uh, had a little thing against Ingrid because she tried to she cut my head off. Right. Cut your head off. She didn't <laughs> cut off Willamette's head, though. That was my introduction. Yeah, I got to get in character. I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. I got to get in character. But now, 
she is permanently dead in the tomb of her ancestor next to the brother that she risked everything to save, including your lives or some of your lives. I think the other reason why it's easier, even if fans do care about her, to care about her less is because she's controlled by a monster. Right. <laughs> a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> who will conveniently forget to add her to combats or... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's I, controlled I, by a monster. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I don't know. She, she, she's dead. She's dead, dead. And um, I, it, obviously you're in the middle of combat. But uh, all I could think about this week was Umlo. All I could think yeah. about is yeah. like, it happened from a uh, yeah, story perspective. It, it was hard to see it last week. But it, what I kept thinking about was how he stabbed past Umlo. To get to Ingrahild. He Umlo tried to step in to save her, and he he just was a little bit off, you know? And so this guy stabs past Umlo to get to Ingrahild to deliver the killing blow. And it made sense to me because she's she looks like she's gonna die any second, so that's the easy target. Take her out. You, you wonder know? if a part of him knows. Yeah, but what is that? These are kin well, to it's... the man that he was jealous of and just wanted to bah, take her out. They yeah. probably kind of look like him a little bit. Maybe. He's going to take so much yeah. satisfaction of this for the six seconds he's alive. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like as if, because he's, it's, there's got to be so, this, this confluence of emotion happening for, for him because they're in this tomb of this legendary figure that they've been searching for for so long. And then the, 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 the legendary figure who betrayed their ancestor, who they revere, is there, and then he kills her sister, his sister. Yep. With, with his weapon. Yeah. With it's Steel like, Hand's weapon. Yeah. It's like as if George W. Bush <laughs> like, showed up in the basement of the White House looking for the tomb of George Washington and with uh, Jeb Bush. And then, like, the ghost of Benedict Arnold comes out and, like, murders Jeb Bush in front of him. Now I get it. Now, See, that's, now I get it. So okay. I'm beginning to think, though, the other thing that's been making me think of, besides that mind-blowing revelation, was... Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. No. I'm thinking, outside of, outside of these spider people and Ettons and everything else, uh-huh. there's really been nothing keeping him leaving unless the curse that he has means that he has to stay here. He either has to stay here to stay immortal, or he's been waiting to kill we, whoever shows right, up. Right, what did it he took, say? It took the three of you to open the door, though. It took... Mm, it I took, think that, he was sealed in. You're that right. broke the seal. You're right, you're right. And I don't think he was... I mean, yeah, because what, otherwise, what was stopping him from hacking away at the door the same way we did? Right. You know? And how easy was it to find that secret door? It was slightly ajar. Yeah. Mm, a little right. too easy to find. You know, I never thought yeah, of that. It's a trap. And I thought you were just trying to like, uh, let's move this along. And what do you say? Torag cursed me with immortality, but something effect like you will not be as lucky. Yeah. Ingrid does not have that curse, for Ingrid is dead. Well, it makes me wonder: can we kill him? You know what I mean? Like, is he killable? Oh. If well, he's immortal, will well, he take some that's other... Like, he's probably immortal like elves and yeah, Lord of the Rings yeah. are immortal. Like, they're he still... Can, he could be killed by violence or uh, die from sorrow. So we can either kill him with our weapons or just make him really, really sad. And then he'll die. I'll go with the latter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that won't take time at all. Yeah. <laughs> you look really fat. 
<laughs> we could ask him, did you know that Troy has never seen Jurassic Park? And he'll weep understanding the years of lost the joy that Troy years. could have. How many viewings he could have had, Grant? How many in these 25 years? <laughs> no! It collapses. His screams echo for miles. Oh my God. That's so funny. His killing blow on Ingrahild was one attack. He still has a second. So he is backed up against a corner here. He is 10 feet away from the door and he's already done one attack, but he has very low movement speed. And in order to try and do his another attack, he can only move a five foot step. So seeing the onslaught of people coming at him from his left, he's going to take a step towards the right. Closer to Sir Willamette. Closer to Sir Willamette but he will not attack. Mm. However, is the room lit? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Willamette has a torch. Yeah, I had a torch, and I, I meant to say this before, and I was, uh, was going to bring it up before we started setting up, but last time I did a double move to get into the room, and it was fully my intention to drop the torch in the room once I saw him. So kind of just drop it in the middle there so I can see, but then free myself up to draw the, uh, the lance. Everyone in the room, so for now, that will not include Baron or Nestor. Roll a fortitude save. DC 13. Della makes it. Uh, Willamette makes it. Umlo? Oh, Umlo. I'm Umlo. God, why does that never get old? (laughs) I'm Umlo. Uh, Umlo rolled a five on the die and failed. That was so funny. (laughs) You really caught Grant there in a spit take. Well, it's it's because it's because he also made me sound like way dumber than I normally do with myself. I'm Umlo. It was perfect. It was like surprising to you that you're Umlo. (laughs) Sorry, Umlo. Failed his save. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, so something oh, no. you know, as a GM, and, and sure you know this about me, I sometimes forget things. Okay. I thought this was something I had to do as an actual attack, this power that I just used. But in fact, the minute you came in contact with him, you should have rolled this save. It's an aura of some sort? It's a gaze that is just oh. constantly active. Whoa. Willamette is now fully safe from it, can never be affected by it for the next 24 hours. Same with Della. Umlo failed. And he takes four points of strength damage. Oh, shit. Four points of con damage. Oh, my God. He's already down five. And two points of charisma drain. Wow. From the baleful gaze. Yeah. Of Lockmore the Betrayer. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, excuse me. You, Della, and you, Willamette, are safe for a minute. So if this goes more than 12 rounds, we'll have to roll. Well, you know, I think uh, I think Willamette would have... No, you know what? He, he wouldn't have. I was going to say he might have seen something like this because I, as a player, know that, that that ability is tied to some high-level demons. Like, that is a dark, dark ability. Yeah, yeah. For and, some people, you have to actually And Willamette definitely fought demons in his time. Not like, I've slayed many demons. Like, he's been involved in fights. He's been in other a war pe- against yeah, demons. Yeah, against demons. So he's seen some lower-level demons. I don't think he's ever seen a baleful gaze. That is an extremely powerful ability. Now, Baron, 
You're not going to be able to get to Baron in time to tell him, don't look. But you could tell Nestor, be careful, and then Nestor's going to have two options. He can yep. wear a blindfold, which obviously he's not going to do, or he can try to avert his eyes, which gives him a, basically a 50% mischance. He can shout it out. Oh, excuse me. You can avert your eyes. If you tell him to avert your eyes, uh, you can avoid looking at the creature's face, and, you, and then each round you have a 50% chance to avoid having to make the saving throw. Oh, wow. So... You just get a you get a fifty percent chance to avoid having to make it. If you you know you roll fifty one, you don't have to make it. But as long as you make it once, you're fine. But on that for one, one minute, for one minute, right? If you fail, you know you can keep hopefully rolling over fifty percent. But the first time you fail and have to roll that saving throw, if you fail that saving throw, you're going to be affected by okay. it. And Baron has no chance of avoiding it. But hopefully Baron can beat a well, DC thirteen fortitude. That's only because, as Skid has pointed out in the past, that there is no facing in Pathfinder. I'm really going to come in, and his back's going to be turned to me. So, if it's really a gaze, <laughs> it really doesn't make sense. Uh, so, uh, and I just want to sure. add, uh, sorry, I just want to add that if you do avert your gaze, what you pay for the fifty percent chance that you don't have to roll a save is a fifty percent miss chance on the target. So if you try to shoot at him and you roll to hit and you hit, you have to roll a 50% mischance. I ain't scared of no man. And could gaze. you study the target while you're averting your gaze? Oh, Very good interesting. Good Very question. Troy, what's the ruling on that? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, talk about complex mechanics. I think we all know the ruling <laughs> yeah. on that. I mean, just so you know, Umlo is down nine con right now. <laughs> Jesus oh, my Christ. God. He already took 20 hit points of damage. I, I'm not even going to worry about the charisma drain right now, but he's down four strength as well. Umlo has 12 hit points left. Oh. Because of that. Oh, oh my God. Wow. He cannot use power attack now, and he cannot use cleave because his strength is... Everything is just... He doesn't meet the prerequisites in order to do those things anymore. Man, the Nargrimigans. This this was... this. You can't write this. Well, it's I mean, all it, in the dice. It is a tomb for Nargrimigans, so, you know. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, that was Lockmore. This is, we're still in round seven. Sir Willamette Keswick. On his trusty Steve Lexington. <laughs> Lance, Lance at the ready. Lance at the ready. He had, Lance Bass. He had smote, uh, he had smote evil. And, uh, he is going to, this round as he starts, he's going to level his Lance. He's going to say, Usurper! Wait, that's not right. <clears throat> he's going to say... <laughs> that's not quite right. Uh, he's going to say, By the order of the shield, I bring you to your judgment. Face my lance. And he's going to enact his cavalier ability order uh, challenge for the day. Uh-huh. So he's smiting evil and challenging, which is going to boost his damage to insane levels if he actually hits. This is an ideal target for him, an evil creature uh, that has attacked his opponents. So uh, by the order of the shield. I-, I have to stop you because this is the first time we've dealt with smite evil and uh, challenge. <laughs> yeah, true. That's Skid, right. You've been wanting this for a long time. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh damn it! Also very appropriate. Oh, shit! Oh, you jinxed me, dude! You jinxed me! <laughs> 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 it is time for marriage. 
All right. Skid, so, do you want to take this? Start with you, Smite You know your way around Smite Evil? I don't at all. So, uh, <laughs> so Smite Evil is a paladin ability that uh, Willamette can do. If he is encountering an evil creature, he can smite it as a swift action, which gives him a bonus to attack uh, based on his charisma roll. And as you know, he's a, he's a dashing young man. And uh, <laughs> he gets bonus to damage of his paladin level. So plus four, to, plus three to hit, plus four to damage nice. on the target if it's evil, and you can use it and then find out the target is not evil and it's wasted. So, uh, but in this case, the target is evil, and then it's I've, chaotic evil. And I've never done this before. I'm compounding it with uh, the Cavalier's Challenge. As a low-level Cavalier, I get that once per day, and I get plus three to damage. So it's plus an additional plus seven. Wow. To the damage between the smite evil and the cavaliers. Do charge. you take any minuses for that challenge? Like, does no? You know, like your AC goes down to people that no, aren't no. the yes. object of your challenge. Yes. Oh, yeah, I get you... a minus two. Oh yeah. By the way, with smite evil, I get a plus three deflection bonus to AC from that target. Nice. I get a uh, minus two AC from any other target from the cavaliers uh, challenge because you're so focused on this one opponent. Right. So basically, you're just you're boiling up all of this uh, sort of holy smite, rage, anger at this one guy, and if you miss, uh, that's bad. <laughs> if you because you really get kind of one shot at it. Now the challenge and smite lasts for a little while, but the charge with the lance, that's sort of you're not going to get many options for that in a small room. So he's got one shot at this. And, uh, Do not miss your chance to blow. Arm, arms weak, <laughs> knees you unsteady. You get one shot. Throwing Joe's up gonna roll. mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Um, Joe's going to roll. So Joe, Joe, I'm going to throw in a bottle cap on this. Oh! oh! Dude, thank you so Matthew, much. Matthew, where is this bottle cap? I don't know where it went. I'm looking, I was looking for it on the break. Matthew, I'm on your mic, and I'd like that bottle cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, okay, I'll use my imaginary bottle cap instead. <laughs> I, I gave you one like uh, a couple episodes yeah. ago, yeah. but I didn't have it. Question on. for Joe that's, while we're still close to it. It was for the Pathfinder joke. It was for the right. Pathfinder joke. Oh, that's right. Joke. We, we that's need right. to find the path, that's yeah, right. that was so good. to speak. That still gets I me. thought we gave that up uh, 74. Do when we? would I need to give it up in 74? What what part of that decimation would we have <laughs> need to give up, give up a bottle cap? Um, no, the question is, is you wrote up with your double move and said you were activating it last episode. So is it a toggle you turn on and it just stays on? What? Smite evil. It's a swift action. Oh, to so use it. you were just saying you were going to use it when you got to attack the next round. No, right? I double moved and used a oh, swift action. Oh, you haven't attacked yet, Susan. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I double moved used a swift, swift, swift well. action. Now... On my next turn, which I was so excited for last week that I didn't get, I get to add my Cavalier's Challenge to it to just bolster that damage. And then uh, Willamette, under his breath, is going to say, Eomadai, please guide my lance. And out loud, he's going to say, For Highbury! And charge. <laughs> oh, Roll twice. Roll twice. I rolled a natural two. Oh my god. Oh, good thing it rolled twice. Cat. Natty 17. Yes! It's gonna be a 34 to hit. Woo! Sir Willamette hits. Yeah! <laughs> I also have a feat called Ride by Attack, so I'll go to the end of the room. I'll plow through you him. You can go through his face? I can yeah. go through him Holy with the lance. Shit. Awesome. Plow! <laughs> All right, roll for damage. Nail him with the lance, and I do. Uh, nine. I do 33 points of damage. So basically you just see this like bright white light emanate out of Willamette as he speeds up in this charge and then it lands on this evil creature. 
run him through. You run him through, and you just see like the power of good bursting through this guy. At the end of your lance is huge chunks of his flesh, and now you can see uh, his. There's a huge rip in his flesh, and you just see his heart beating underneath. And Willamette just kind of turns Lexington at the end of it as he's up against the wall, looking back at him, and he holds the lance high. Yeah, for Highbury. For Highbury. For Highbury. Della Narn. Uh, here we go. Okay. Gotta crit this motherfucker, Della. Della crit is this motherfucker. Della wants to pinch this guy in, so she's gonna roll acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity to move to the other side of him. Oh, so Della, you're gonna move into his threatened range. That's fine, but moving from there right up next to him will provoke. So you're gonna try and uh, beat that. So it's gonna be you roll acrobatics, and it's gonna be what his. Just his CMD, because you're not moving through his space. Yeah. All right, roll acrobatics. 28. Whoa. You made it. Nice. Nice. So Della just dances her way through (laughs) and is now right up, blocking the door, mind you. Ooh, that is clutch. Next to Lockmore the Betrayer. Uh, Now she's going to try to rake him up with my flaming, shocking scimitar. Yeah. 21 to hit. Hits. Yes! So your sword's back to normal now, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just that one, the whip, like, was one thing. 16 points of damage. Nice. Okay, now, is that regular damage? I need to know the actual uh, breakdown Uh, of damage. So He's got DR. 10 points of regular damage. Okay. And then 6 points of fire and electricity. Uh, Tell me each individually. Uh, 4 points of electricity, 2 points of fire. Okay, so you hit him. Seems to do very little damage. Can I roll resist knowledge? Fire? I'm gonna roll a knowledge check on this to see what he was resistant to. What do you uh, want me to roll? You can roll a knowledge uh, local. Nineteen. Nineteen. He seems to be resistant to many types of energy. Oh, so none oh. of so none the electricity and the fire didn't do anything. Uh, they, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Okay. You you just get the feeling like. This guy can resist a lot of different types of energy. Mm. But not the energy of pure good. <laughs> the energy of Highbury! That's my new favorite chant. Yeah. <laughs> and now, after a week-long sojourn, but let's be honest, for Umlo, it was less than six seconds. He sees his sister fall, knows dead when he sees it. Broken. Battered. 12 hit points left. I mean, he's, he's got an 8 strength now. He has, uh, he's taken 9 points of constitution damage. He's now down to a 5 con. A dwarf with Ooh. 5 con. That's a minus 3. Sickly. For every level for his, his uh, hit points. So he's sickly. He swings... Tears in his eyes. He swings twice with his warhammer. Desperately. Critical threat. Oh! Oh! Can't lie. 20. That's awesome. Misses on the second attack. Uh, Critical threat. To confirm, I'll roll it in front of you guys. Come on, Umlo. 19! Holy shit, he just crit with a warhammer. Oh, That's times three. It is. Times three crit bludgeoning. Times three crit. Times three crit bludgeoning. Oh my god, talk about right at the end. Low blow. Oh, oh, oh. Right in his dick. 
normal damage, which is times three, right? No. No, no. No normal Double damage, damage times, times two. Three. Right, normal damage times two, and the target is sickened for 1d6 rounds. Oh, oh awesome. wow. So it's like, God, <laughs> hits him right in the penis. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be double damage. That's 26 points of damage. Oh, nice. Wow. After what um, Willamette just did, that's huge. And he will be sickened for four rounds. Oh, oh man. Awesome. Now, Umlo, in his desperation, oh, turns that, it around. He just swings his hammer right up into his crocs. <laughs> <laughs> How much damage did I say? 26. 26, 26 points uh, of damage. 36. Stop. <laughs> 46. You, damn it, you stop that. Uh, and sickened is a minus two to attacks. So yeah. sickened is minus two to hit and minus two to damage and saving throws and skill checks and ability checks. So I don't think he'll be doing those. But attack and damage, minus two to both. Okay. Um, I can add that on, on Hero Lab uh, while Nestor Coin decides how he'd like to start off round eight. They've yelled out to you. He's got a gaze attack. Avert your eyes. Or take your chances. Right, so I got to look. I got to look him in the eye, mate. <laughs> I got to see what I'm what I'm fighting because I got to study him, right? So I got to take my chances, and I'm gonna step in, uh, make it right now, and I got a clear shot. I step into the room, got a clear shot, and I'm gonna try to make a save. It's a fortitude save, yeah. Uh, yes, right. fortitude save DC 13. Nope, failed. I failed it. Oh, oh no. no! It's all no. right. It's all right. That's, no, he's fine. <laughs> Nestor, now how much? I'm strength, all right. How I'm much right. strength are you down, Nestor? Uh, I'm at ten. You're at ten strength. A D4 for strength, a D4 for con, and a D4 for charisma. First strength damage. Four. Four points of strength. Oh, fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nestor's such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the con. One point of con. One point of con. Right. And then he's already One pretty... One point of con. He's already pretty <laughs> ugly. Two points of charisma damage. Charisma. That's fine. Four, one, two. You know the beauty of it. I don't need any of them to do the damage. I'm on a deal. <laughs> oh, that sounds so creepy. I'll deal with that when it's over, but for the moment, I'm going to look him right in the eye. And I'm going to study him, right? And I'm going to see whatever weaknesses he's got. And I'm going to fire all right, now we all know, I now know, Nestor has precise shot, but in the event that he misses, D100. 18. D100. Oh, this is oh. the first time. <laughs> if he... So he's, there's two of us. 98. 98. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I would have to roll a, a, a dice to determine if it hit Umlo or Della. All right. Nestor comes in, he's a little worse for the wear, but he's in the room. Everyone's in the room, except Baron Redheart. Who's still there? Ingrahild, how are you? Are you all right? Does anyone answer back? Silence. You just hear the the, the screams and clangs <laughs> of war. <laughs> you just hear, for Highbury! All right. Baron says, he runs to the door. He says, Lockmore at her gun. I am the law of true now. <laughs> I, love it. I am the bearer of the law of Torag, and I am the law of the living, the immortal, and the dead. 
<laughs> and I'm gonna shoot you in the back just like you stabbed Nargrim Steel Hand. And he uses deed targeting to target his torso and thereby keen his gun. Oh! Now, such a great speech, but how can you can... Oh, because he's standing Stand right there right next in the to door. the door. Just look yep, at the door. You're good. Yep. So he gets cover, but... You're shooting, targeting. Tell me about right, targeting again. Right behind him. Uh, I can choose to shoot either the arms to make them drop their weapon, the head to make them confused with normal damage, the legs to uh, make them knocked prone. So what does the chest do, though? Keen, 19 to 20. Oh, it just keens it. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't provoke because you can't provoke an attack of opportunity around the corner. Right. 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 And he's also not. He and he's, he's not, not in the square. So yeah. just so you can picture this at home, Baron has walked up to the door and... Directly in front of you is Della, and to Della's left is right around the corner. Lockmore Edigan. So if he if he can see more than half of Lockmore, in your opinion, he gets a uh, uh, plus two to AC. If he can't see it, it's plus four to AC. But if, it's touch. If you stood in that door right behind you right now, right. I could but I'm see talking in terms of mechanics. Is that is that full or half? That's it's, half. It's always up to the GM. It says it's specifically in the rules. I'm going to say it's a plus two to its AC. Okay. Partial cover. Okay, and do I need to roll for gaze? I'm, I'm behind him though, so it's a question of where oh, yeah, gaze goes. Roll for gaze. <laughs> you better roll spell, for gaze. Spell, spell like supernatural ability. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not supernatural. Is supernatural not spell like right? Fortitude. Fortitude. Come on, Baron. It's your best one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, all right, you badass sheriff. <laughs> all right, fire. God, I love away. that Wyatt Earp speech. Yeah. You, get one, you get one shot, right? Because you, you tell them I'm coming. <laughs> and hell's coming with me. <laughs> Let me guess. Troy didn't see Tombstone either. <laughs> oh, no! oh, my God. Natty one. Uh, and you know what I'm oh picturing God. is? Right before you pulled the trigger, you saw on the other side yeah, of the room. I, yeah. I think that's what happened. They yeah. were held dead. Yeah. Uh, so I had to roll. A, oh, my God. My gun is jammed, but I had to roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Roll to confirm the fumble. Oh, no. Oh, my Grant, God. Grant, that would have been so sweet, dude. <gasps> 17. Touch. 17 touch AC. And he's got a plus two. All right, so it's oh, it's got a plus two. You're okay. You did okay. not fumble, but misfire. your gun it has misfired. Oh, no! <sighs> Man, this is awesome! Yeah, right at the last <laughs> second, you see Ingrahild's body in the back. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> and so your gun mechanically has an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Lockmore Edergon's turn. He takes one hand off of his spear. The spear, the hand that isn't um, steel, steel his left hand. And he goes to touch Della. Uh-oh. <gasps> she has to have a good touch AC, though. Cat's grace. Rolling in front. Oh, miss. 20 touch what? AC. What? It's a Plus 12 touch attack. <gasps> yeah, that hits. Oh. Sorry, I said miss. I thought it was a two. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it was a plus ten, so eighteen touch. Still hits. Still hitch. Oh boy. Still hitch. Still, Still hitch. hitch. Sorry, Will Smith. <laughs> That's the sequel to Hitch. Still, Still hitch. hitch. Roll a fortitude save, and when I say a very important fortitude save, I mean it. Wish I had a bottle. Okay. Listen to the music. 
Eleven. Oh no! Oh my God! You gotta when be kidding I me, Matthew! Read this combat. I was like, man, these saves are like DC thirteen. They're gonna all pass. A couple things are gonna happen. Oh God! Oh no! And they're all very, very bad. Della, you take eleven points of physical damage. You take. Roll a one on a d6. One point of dex damage. And you fall to the ground in a fit of convulsions. For three rounds, you are dazed in a fit of convulsions from the torturous touch. Oh my god. That's what you see. Oh my Baron, god. Baron, right in front of you, Della falls. <laughs> Baron put her upside down. Just racked with pain. Three rounds. I was gonna use that on Willamet. Evil versus good, but you ran past him. Mm Mm-hmm. We could have pinned him. Um, Is that so? Mechanically, I'm dazed. Mechanically, you're dazed. I want to make sure I add it correctly on here. And you're prone. And I'm prone. Dazed and prone. Once again, dazed is. Oh, dazed is the worst one. Can't do anything, right? No, stunned is the worst one. She doesn't get any penalty to her da- AC. Yeah, dazed, she has no penalty to her AC. Ah, uh, okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, stunned is the worst. Useless, no penalty for him to, like, coup de gras you. Uh, and you've already seen him basically coup de gras Ingrid Exactly. Well-timed screams. <laughs> Sir Willamit Keswick, oh, you shake God. the flesh off of your lance. Yeah. You are now ten feet away from him. Ain't no room to charge, no mo. Nope. Uh, you will pay for your crimes against good. Uh, Willamit will, uh, just ride, sort of, uh, do a circular ride around the room, basically, to avoid him completely and, uh, readjust his position. That's leaving a threat in square, though. Yep. You will provoke. Oh, no. I disagree. Uh, he took his hand off of his weapon, a two-handed Ooh. weapon, to cast the spell. That's a good Are you going to say it's instantly back on the weapon and prepared to do an attack of opportunity? He took his hand off to do a touch attack. Mm-hmm. You can't quickly put your hand back on your weapon. Well, it's up to you. He's, but not, he's I, not moving. I, so could, I, I could argue that he was not prepared for an attack of opportunity that quickly. That's a good argument. But it's up to you. He's going to take the attack of opportunity. Aww. He didn't move, so his move action Fans, right in. Let us know your thoughts on yeah. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Wait, they will. <laughs> watch, watch this. All right, all right. But attack of opportunity is really fast. This is the right. same. This but is the also, same guy who also, tried to argue that, a, that saying one command word is a standard action. <laughs> That's, right. That's in the book. That's in the book. Also, he's, he's helpless. It's the book. Okay. He's helpless. He's taking the attack of opportunity. I'm rolling in front of you. Um, Nineteen. King. Oh, off the off shield. the armor. Off the shield. Yeah. yeah. King. Off the shield. All right. Uh, Willamette will ride around in order to reset himself for possibly another charge, but he doesn't know. But at this point, he is going to uh, pray to Iomadai once again and channel positive energy into the room. Ingrahild's body lights up, still stays dead. Yeah, unfortunately. But here we go. Uh, Channel positive. Four points of healing. Does God that, damn it! You have does that hit Baron? Uh, yes, it sure does. And you have selective, right? So you don't. Uh, no, I don't. But it doesn't. Uh... Oh wait, so it automatically heals him? He's no, he's dead. It's just for undead. Right. Yeah. So he gets. It's he... only four points. Yeah. So he heals him. Yes. But most importantly, Umlo gets. Yeah, that's what I, I was going for. Umlo and Della. 
And myself, actually. Speaking of Della, you're up. I'm you are... She can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, she says. I'm low. Nargrimkin. The last of the Nargrimkins. Uh, he... Man, I don't even know what the hell he can do. I, I mean, he's all he can do is swing. He's, yeah, tell him. Uh, all right, first attack, hit. Second attack, I'm just going to roll these, miss. Eight points of damage. So All physical. All physical. I can't believe this, but it's round nine. I didn't even, yeah, didn't keep track of all that. Um, and can it's we see be- if all that damage went through, if it all affected him? Right. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have knowledge local? Yeah, it does not really. I don't think it apply. Yeah, just like, a perception check, especially the Slayer. He's watching. Yeah, He's I mean, studying I'm, ta- I'm studying him like the fucking Terminator. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. You feel like every time he's getting hit, it doesn't. You feel, you know, you've seen men die. Yeah. It's not doing the damage that it should. He's getting stronger every single time. He's definitely getting worn down, but. He is far from death. Huh, okay. That's your studied target. Joe and uh, Skid are whispering to each other. Uh, we're metagaming. <laughs> uh, could you please not uh, interrupt? <laughs> uh, all right, Nestor Coin. Round nine, you are up. Say, all right. You're a tough bugger, I'll grant you. <laughs> but I see something you don't know I see. I'm going to take two shots. 22 to hit. That is a hit. Yes! <laughs> Here comes the real damage. And tell me about the shock damage because it does oh, make a difference. God. Uh, ten, eight regular damage, two electricity damage. Okay. Boom. Um, Not. Wait. Uh, and miss with the second one. Fuck. Roll a D1. Oh, what is the study target? A bonus to hit and damage? Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, nine. You are going to hit either Della, Baron, or Umlo. Oh my God! Roll a D six. Is this the first time? Yeah, the, this is the uh, first time. The house roll. Oh my God! Oh my God! Rolling to see which one hits. And which then one is going to hit? Does he roll two hit us? Call or? your numbers. What happens? <laughs> two and four. <laughs> I'm just going to call them. Baron is one and two. Della's three and four. I think I said two Umlo's and four. five and six. I can't keep all these numbers in my head. All right, four. Now I remember what the no. Oh, you already rolled it. Four. That's, that's that's Della. Della. Okay. Okay. So you hit Della. Okay. This is gonna do wonders for the relationship. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bad one to hit. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Hold on. I gotta take off the studied target. Uh, <laughs> I hope. Wait. I think you've studied this Della. This is my favorite house rule in the history of house rules. <laughs> Seventeen <Yeah>. damage. <sighs> Holy okay. shit! Can I just point out to the listeners that Skid did less damage with study target on, and then did more. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. Math. That's that going to happen. That's not even funny. That's resounding. very, very serious. Repercussions. Stella, you can tell even though she's convulsing, she is very unhappy with you. It's all we love. It's a mistake. People make mistakes, love. She says, <laughs> See, you, under- you agree. <laughs> Baron Redheart. I am not sure at this point if I have one or zero grit points. I spent two this episode. One on the door or last episode one on the door one there I'm not sure and you I, haven't healed 
So you've used grit points in the fight with the spiders. But in I the blew. Fight I in the killed. Shaft. I killed some spiders. Right, I blew up right. that guy. I killed some people. I think I had one. It's up to you, really. But I can't clear my gun at all if I don't have any grit points. One plus two plus one plus one. Not one plus two plus one. Right now, do you not keep track of your grit points? Or you just lost track. I've just, uh, I just lost track. It's been like I'd a month and a half. It. <laughs> it's so, been a month and a half since we rested. <laughs> it's, so it has it, been a long time. It's up to you. Um, or I could try to do a daring deed and run past him. How can you clear it otherwise? If you don't have any grit, there's no way to clear it. No, it could just blow up now. You have to have a to use the deed quick clear. I have to have mending, which is something that Galabras was able to do. Della has it. Oh. But but mending is yeah. like ten minutes. It's yeah. Like it takes forever. Yeah. yeah. Quick clear. Uh, first level is a standard action. A gunslinger can remove broken condition from a firearm she currently wielding unless that condition was gained. Oh. Oh. But okay. Yeah. No, I can't do it. I'm led to believe that you probably don't. There's been a lot of combat. Sure. But That's you're fine. not sure. I'm not sure. That's why they invented dice. Yes. All right. Four, five, six. You have a grip point left. Sure. One, two, three. You don't. You got a grip point left. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Huge. I immediately spend said grip point to quick clear. <laughs> and you have precise shot? No. I do not. You do not. Okay. So, minus four. Don't want to miss. Fire bullet at Della. Put her out of her misery. Yeah, okay. Quick clear. You can walk into the room. What action is quick clear? It, if I spend the grip point, it's a move action. Okay, so you just it's gotta a shoot. Standard action if I don't spend it. Just, so I'm yeah. gonna shoot. I'm just gonna shoot, shoot him. Shoot him. There you go. That's a hit. It's a hit. That's a uh, hit. What's the damage? Sixteen points of damage. Oh baby. <laughs> Bloody old and sixteen piercing. points of damage. Song. All right, and because you use the move action to quick clear, it can only do that one bullet. Man, I thought this would be seventeen attacks per person in this tiny little room. Joe at the beginning of the uh, session off air was like, Psh, this combat's over. Is it, Joe? <laughs> Is it? I think I might have said it on air, too. Delos. I believe I gave him six seconds to live. Della's second round of... Oh, no, it's... Lockmore's turn. He's already sent Della convulsing to the floor. I think it's time to use the old spear. He takes a five-foot step here. Oh man, I can literally attack anyone except <laughs> Della. Right? Uh, Everyone. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize when yeah, I positioned you could myself. Well, I'm 10 feet oh, away. Oh yeah, you could yeah. attack Baron if you want. Baron, Umlo, Nestor, or Willamette. Right. Uh, I am going to attack. Or Lexington. Don't get any ideas. I'm just or being Lexington. fair. <laughs> I'm doing one attack on uh, Baron and one attack on Willamette. Okay. The two people that Do have your done, worst. done the most <laughs> damage. Evil uh, cannot harm me as long as I am protected by you. The last die. person to shoot at him was Baron. So first attack is on... Uh, no, you know what? First attack is on Willamette. Fuck you on your... You're not going to roll these in the open, you coward. The worst than Benedict Arnold. Do I want to do power attack? Nah, because if I crit, someone's going to die. Uh, no, nah, I'm going to roll behind the screen. Uh, first attack on Sir Willamette. Does a 28 beat your magical AC? <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, so he hits you. Oh, man, if I get this crit off. Uh, all right, so... Gah, sticks the spear in Willamette for 25 points of damage. Second attack on Baron Baronson. 20 to hit. Because of my reduced AC, that is exactly a hit. 
20. 18 points of damage. Oh. So this barbed spear with reach just into Sir Willamette, rapapa into Baron. I turned off the bloody assault thing. Maybe I'll bring it back next round. Sir Willamette. Dead? Are you dead? Are you still? Are you alive? Uh, you no, I am alive. And uh, this and well? guy, this guy made a brutal error in judgment. <laughs> he thought he was going to be fine, but he has opened himself up to another classic Highbury charge. For Highbury! For Highbury! <laughs> Willamette levels the lance. Can you charge from ten feet away? Yep, that's okay. the exact distance you can charge from. <laughs> Willamette levels the lance. And powers completely through <laughs> at uh, at full speed here. No bottle cap this time. No bottle cap this time, bro. Thirty to hit. Oh! Hit for Highbury. For Highbury. <laughs> Rips flesh away from him. This smote and and uh, ch- uh, challenged target, and he does. Uh, 32 points of damage. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) 32 points of damage. Wow. (laughs) A thermonuclear strike does 31 points of damage. So I should add the reason that his damage is so high is that he has the feet spirited charge. Which allows him triple damage on a lance charge. You can you can do that on a diagonal too. Absolutely, as That's long awesome. as it's a, yeah, as awesome. long as it's a straight, straight line. line. Right. I, didn't, I didn't turn at all. Uh, all right, Sir Willamette, Della, her second round of three, I believe, mm-hmm. convulsing on the ground. Umlo's turn. <laughs> Umlo, tears in his eyes. Uh, Umlo will uh, step up right next to him, much to the chagrin of the ranged characters. He hits on both with the Warhammer. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, I'm just, a 19 isn't a critical threat on a Warhammer. No, no it is not. Okay, so he does 13 points of damage and 12 points. Of, he does 25 points of damage. And then... <laughs> I just said to Skid, it's like every game is your first game GM. <laughs> you don't know that a Warhammer doesn't crit on a 19? Get it together. I got a lot going on. All right, so he steps, drunk. he steps up. Boom, boom. Hits with the Warhammer twice. Takes Lockmore the Betrayer into the negative. Ooh! Yeah! Oh, God, I would love Umlo to, like, actually pull out of this. Yeah. But wouldn't you know, Lockmore the Betrayer. Die Hard? Has Die Hard. That's a family trait. And you feel like, right after Umlo hits... By, who do you mean by you, Troy? You, I'm sorry, you. You guys don't see me pointing at Joe? You, Sir, Sir Willamette. You, Sir Willamette, see him go to a, a weakened point, but then immediately regain his strength and no longer be in the negative. Fast healing. Fast healing. Round 10. Uh, to be fair, is it actually fast healing or are you... It is fast healing. Fast healing only works on his turn. It doesn't work like... I've been doing... Fast healing works whenever you want it to work. I've been doing it at the end of every single round. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, as long as it's only once per round. Right, yeah. I'm not doing fast healing every attack. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> yes, fast healing. Little lift behind the curtain. Who says I never gave you nothing? Nestor coin. All right. So, <laughs> Nestor's like, he's shaking. Like, a part of the reason, like, he's being ineffective is because he's still shaken 
Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, that's right. And, that's uh, why he did 17 damage that to agonized Della, whale. And only eight to... Okay. Right, right. Yeah, I forgot. So he's like... But he like threw the... the the uh, the pain the the drain of 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 his attributes and the fear he smiles that toothless smile he says you are a tough bugger I like a challenge steps back and fires twice fumble oh, oh no! all right you can roll to confirm uh did not did not confirm the okay fumble. now uh second attack is uh. Uh, 20, 21 to hit. The second attack hits, but rewinding the tape, he missed and rolled low. Two hits, Baron. All right. So you hit. Wait, wait, Baron. wait, wait. Did he roll? No, you got to roll a D one hundred first. He rolled. I it. did. I did. I How did. can he oh, hit yeah. me when there's people blocking me? There's no, oh, I don't think. I don't. Oh, think I'm sorry. Wait, Baron. Baron. Yeah. All right, let's just stop for a second. Well, it have to be unlocked. There are three the people. There is one, two, three. You hit Sir Willamette. Well, I'd, well you rolled a two. I'd let's re-roll it. I'd Wait be a shooting minute, through. It. I'd be shooting through Umlo. Okay. To get to get so well. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna re-roll the d6. Yes. All right. One two is Della. Three four is Willamette. Five six is right. Umlo. Three. Willamette, as it was meant Willamette to be, gets hit. Okay. As it was fated with the bow. <laughs> Nineteen damage. <laughs> is Willamette unconscious? Uh, he's. Conscious. Oh wait, no, no, no. Uh, Seventeen damage. Seventeen damage. Okay. Thanks for lowering that skid. I yeah. pictured Della last round being like, I'm starting to feel better. Hits with the shocking bolt. Uh, Boom. Fifteen damage to. Uh, what's his name? Fifteen damage. One electricity. To Lockmore. Uh, so fifteen Ooh. regular, one electric. Fifteen. Willamit is hurting. No, fourteen regular, one electricity. Okay. Uh, Tides. They're starting to turn. Nestor did do some damage to Della. Did do some damage to Willamette. But all I have not, that mattered. I'm rolling so badly because not only am I I'm missing the attacks, but like I'm defying the odds by hitting two of my friends in one combat. That it's, is it's that insane. Is, it's that incredible. That is a very, very rare yeah. fucking thing. Very rare. Right, like the house Especially because I have the precise shot, so it's like, I skid, shouldn't skid, even... Skid, be... I, I should say, we don't blame you personally. I blame the listener. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Carlos, I, I'm I'm going to come to your house. Troy, Troy was so excited about this house rule. Do you see why now? Yeah, he's fucking giddy right now. We okay. got... <laughs> This is the best thing that's ever happened. Uh, all right, Baron. Unless I fumble, I probably won't miss people, but I could also kill everyone. So I'm going to rapid shot. Okay. That's what, that's what I do. Rapid shot. You've got a clear shot. Don't miss. Don't miss. Please don't miss. Cracked eye. He's so nervous. Uh, that is a 20 against touch AC. Or 19, I'm sorry. That is a hit. The damage is Baron could 12 damage. Baron could do it. Baron do it. could do Shoot it. Shoot him right in the back. Second attack. Oh, I would love it if Baron finished Baron, you, I'm telling you right now, you could do it. On this shot. What Torag started, I'm going to finish, you oh. son bitch. It's his, it's his turn next, Baron. It is his turn next. 17. Done. Hit. That is a hit. Done. Roll for damage. 13 damage. Ooh, DR is such a terrible quick, thing. Quick free action reload and my final attack with rapid shot. Okay. If you hit, you will kill him. I'm telling you right now. That is a 13 against touch AC. 
turns into dust. <laughs> JC is the fucking best. In slow motion, <laughs> the oh. bullet hits him right in his beating heart that you can see through the flesh that uh, that Willamette ripped away. Boom, boom. It hits directly in the heart, and he just <laughs> turns into dust. And then, dun, 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 dun. Two sounds. Steel hand. One of the spear and one of the steel hand just <laughs> lying <laughs> in a pile of ash. So it's like, boom. Boom! Boom! You're like fucking ash. Evil like, dead. I feel like you've got the, like, the hand on the hammer and you're just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look at that. I mean, granted, there were a lot of rounds of you guys just maneuvering and getting to position. Ten rounds before Baron could do a full attack rapid shot. Della, for her part... Twelve seconds later, she... She comes to on the floor. Dex, obviously only down one point. She uh, rips Willamette. the arrow out of her out of herself and, and goes up to the nester and be like, watch where you're shooting! Willamette is going to leap hey. off of Lexington uh, and go to the ground next to Ingrahild. My dear, you're the last person I wanted to hit. If I had a choice, I would have shot Baron! <laughs> <laughs> you know it was an accident, right? While his comedy routine goes on. Uh, Baron, <laughs> you did the final blow. You rush. Uh, Willamette leaps off rushes. of Lexington, I, goes I to the ground next the to Ingerhild. I joined Joe. Or and uh, and I'll, I'll do a heel check. If I roll low, will she be alive? Uh, 18 on the heel check. You're 100% sure she is dead. I'll look over at Baron. And I think we probably realize it at the same time, you know. And I'll, I'll make eye contact with Baron and just be like, she's gone. Close her eyes. I'm low. Starts walking towards her slowly. Assuming and Willamette stands up and walks away, yeah. Guys give him space and he he grabs her head under his strong, now slightly less strong right hand. And and puts it on his knee. And it, you can see the the weight, like it's it's almost hard for him at this point through both emotion and the damage he's taken to his strength to even get her up. And he just pulls her close to his heart. and weeps. On the ground is a magical, giant, long spear. Large, for mechanics purposes, long spear. A weapon wielded, clearly, by a giant. And Nargrim's steel hand, both emanating significant magic. Umlo is shaken. I'm sure you guys are all just kind of quiet, you know, sorting through this. And he's well, like, Willamette is going to walk up to Umlo, and he's about maybe like a foot shorter than him, you think? A dwarf's yeah. four foot something? Yeah, it's about a foot shorter. Willamette's about a foot shorter than him, and he walks up to him clad in, you know, in all this heavy armor. He leaves his lance on the ground, and he just walks up to Umlo and puts a hand on his shoulder, just kind of looks him in the eye, and is like... She did your family proud. She fought well, right up to the end. This sort of evil is rampant in our world. There's little we can do to stop it. She gave her life for it. And I, for one, honor her. And then I'll step back. She was the one that convinced me to come. I didn't want to go looking for this 
giant killer's tomb, ancestor or no, I had no interest in it. I'm a simple cook. But I wouldn't let her go alone. I vowed to go with her, to protect her. And I failed. Well, mate, at the very least, you gotta admit it's convenient. <laughs> he just stares daggers at you. What I say? What? <laughs> she had let me die in the bear pits of Red Lake Fort. But she is here now amongst kin. We have removed the evil from this place. She will lie here with her ancestor. And he he goes down to the ash pile and kind of sifts through it. Not interested in the hand. Not interested in the weapon. And he pulls out um, a beard clasp similar to the one that Baron put on before entering this tomb the one you pulled revealed, out yeah. revealed and uh, he noticed that Lockmore was wearing it and it belonged to Nargrim and he says we will lay my sister to rest here we will burn her for it is not her tomb but she shall lie with her ancestor. You may take anything you want. This is all I will take, along with Ingrid's belongings. My journey with you has ended. Pay homage to my ancestor. Take what you must. Consecrated paladin. And then leave. And he picks up Ingrid and starts making his way weakly towards going back down to the sepulchre. What do you guys do? Della joins him to make sure he, without actually touching him, to make sure he doesn't like fall or drop her, but she follows to kind of assist in the procession. He would never ask for the help, but he definitely needs it. Does the baleful gaze effect, is that off now? It's off now, okay. yeah. Uh, Baron so say, Oh that was rather invigorating Actually in a way <laughs> Haven't felt a sensation Like that ever Baron will pick, mm. pick up the steel hand and the spear To at least Bring it back down to the sepulchre To make things whole again Before we decide what to do with it we, I think he needs to be reburied And she needs a proper funeral rites And before we go Dealing and choosing what to do with it, which we have the right to do, thanks to Umla. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to set things right after he was his arm was eaten off by some maniac, and uh, just give him the rest he deserves. So you all go back down to the sepulcher. Well, I'm gonna yeah. Uh, Willamette walks up to Lexington, and Lexington is like visibly sad, like hangs his head. <laughs> Exactly. And he walks up and he's like, we've seen this before, Lexington. You can't be. You have to realize this is war. Bad things happen. And he's like really kind of torn up, you know. And Willamette just kind of scruffs his neck. He's like, let us go pay her homage. And they walk together, Willamette walking side by side with Lexington down the stairs. Della, you're regaining your balance, taking a, helping on low down. You're the f- you two are the first, along with Ingerhild's body, to arrive down there. Uh, 
Are we gonna? It, what does Umlo do? I'm following his lead. Umlo is walking over to the brazier and removing things from it, like he's going to light it to burn. To burn her. Uh, Della will, you know, do a funerary dance to honor her. He's like, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Put your top back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of dance. No, I like it. It's all right. Don't uh, immediately okay. stop. <laughs> Look um, away. And, and uh, <laughs> oh, Will is fair gonna, enough. Will is going to talk to Baron and say, Sheriff, a word. Is this is this custom? Do you burn your dead, or is he acting emotionally? He knows that this isn't her tomb. This is Nargrim's and Nargrim's alone. And I think that we all know that our bodies are not our own once we die. I think it's only right for him to decide what to do with her body after it's been touched by that evil. I follow you. I I don't want her to come back, basically. So he's clearing everything out. I mean, there's... I've told you what things were there that are of value. Some of it Nestor has taken. You don't know about that. There are obviously those magical boots. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll take those But when, when we get to that. But. Sure, you've got the the magical spear with the bar, the barbed spear, but it is a large weapon. And then you have Nargrim's steel hand and everything that fell out of the rug. I'd like to, uh, before we go through all that, that you guys didn't really have a chance to look at. I'd like to reset Nargrim's bones as closely as they were so it looks like a whole thing again. I want to put the shattered pieces of his helmet back together as closely as they can, and I want to um, say a prayer to Toreg and invite Willamette to say a, a funeral prayer of Yomadai as we close his, his tomb up on him. And you see, in, in really taking a, taking a moment with him, that his armor is indeed made from the fingernails of giants. Hmm. What looked like scale mail through the dirty windows. Fingernails of giants. And anybody who's just walking around detecting magic detects magic from the armor as well. Hmm. Mm. Could I do a spellcraft check on it? On the armor? Sure. Yeah. Uh, 16. You don't know. Della will come take a look. Starcraft. This is a powerful, powerful magic. Uh, 25. Oh, that'll do. (laughs) It is giant's nail scale mail. This thick coat of plus two scale mail is crafted from waxy scales of varying sizes with a sickly jaundiced color. The grime-stained fingernails of dead hill giants. (laughs) Any creature of the giant subtype who comes within 30 feet of giant snail scale mail must succeed at a DC 16 will save or take a minus four penalty on attack rolls and saving throws (laughs) for 1d4 rounds. Wow. Just sickened at the sight of what this giant killer did with the nails of their fallen giants. This ability functions as a gaze effect. It is a mind-affecting fear effect, but it does not stack with other fear effects to create a stronger fear conditions. A giant who succeeds at the saving throw is immune. If the giant rolls a natural 20, it becomes enraged at the sight of the armor 
and then the giant gains the effects of the rage spell for 1d4 rounds and is compelled to attack the armor's wearer for the duration of that effect. Oh, shit. So Incredibly cool. Yeah. So fucking cool. I mean, great. If really it, cool. If it fails that will save, it gives you a little bonus against them. If it passes with a natural Could you 20, wear that armor, Baron? I can wear right. medium. So, so Willamette is going to turn to Baron and say, I have no desire to desecrate a sacred tomb, especially of a great warrior. If this was my ancestor, I'd be hesitant to take such a powerful artifact. But he was a giant killer. That is what you seek to be. I believe this is fate. I believe that Torag has left this here for you, and I don't believe it will do him any good in this tomb. It is your choice. I think you should wear it as we descend into the Mindspin Mountains, or ascend into the Mindspin Mountains. Amlo overhears this and says, because of all of you, Nagram can now enter the halls of Torag in peace. All of this is for you. He would have wanted it that way, I am sure, because you have granted him peace. Umlo, I have no family now. It is my solemn request that the Nagrims, Nagrimikins consider me their own kin. Will you accept me and allow me to avenge the death of Ingrahild? To set back the wrongs to right? I do. Can I spellcraft the boots? Sure. Uh, 21. They're boots of the Winterland. Ah. What do those do? They give you uh, 10 uh, energy resistance to cold. And I believe they also give you the ability to move over ice as if it's not difficult terrain. Or through snow as if it's not difficult terrain when it is. Yep. Mechanically. He says, uh, Amlo says, in order to uh, save copyright, the cold season is approaching. (laughs) You could even... (laughs) Say winter is coming. The coldest of the four seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amlo reaches down and picks up Nargrim's steel hand. It is said that the wielder of this hand, Nargrim himself, was able to... It is said that Nargrim was able to wield the weapons of the giants because of this hand. This betrayer chewed the hand off of him, chewed off his own hand to replace it with this. Who among you will avenge Nagram against all the giants that threaten land and replace your hand with the steel hand of Nagram? He pulls out his blade and says, who will do it in Nagram and Ingrail's name? Fuck off. <laughs> I'll cut my hand off. He walks right up to you and says, it was never meant for you anyway. Well, that's for the best. <laughs> he looks at Della. He looks at Baron. He looks at Sir Willamette. 
I think you should wield it. I think you should avenge the death of your sister and your ancestor. I think your ancestor fought giants. I think you should fight giants alongside us. I think mm. you should accompany us into the Minesman Mountains. Though we have been sent from Trunau, this is not only Trunau's war. This is a war for all the common people of Galarian. And if you want to have the honor that your ancestor had in taking down giants, this is your opportunity. And my father always said, never turn away an opportunity to win glory. Amla was sort of taken aback. He doesn't consider himself a warrior. Never thought that he would have an opportunity such as this, or to be given the opportunity by this new group. Promise me one thing. If I do this, and if I join you, should I fall, one of you will make the same sacrifice. Promise me this. Willamette will hold his hand to his heart and say, I will promise you this on the honor of my house. If you fall in battle, I will wield this hand and become one with the Dwarven line, if it is your wish. I don't care what you think. No, listen, mate. I <laughs> promise, I swear on all the gods that may be listening within earshot, that one of these people will take up their hand. <laughs> Della. I swear it. Sure, you could do more with this hand than I ever could. Promise me. I promise. And Baron, as far as I'm concerned, you're an Agram in my heart. And I know you had great love for her. Will you do me this honor, should I fall? I will. And that's enough for me. And he walks over to the sarcophagus. No. He leans his hand over it. Chops his own hand off and just like stares at it and then holds Nargrim's steel hands, uh, Nargrim's steel hand up to his stump and it begins melding with his arm. Jesus Christ. This is insane. And it like goes steel all the way up to his elbow. And you see like great power come. Oh, wow. And he picks up the magical giant spear spear and just butts it on the ground. I am with you. Baron, roll a perception check. 24. You see this happen and you feel boost as if someone just inspired courage in you. And you look at the mural up there beyond and you see like Umlo looks like a young Nargrim. Now you see it, the beard has come back. The beard that was hacked off by the orcs is coming back and you see it as he's standing in like a similar pose. And you see all the other kinsmen among them. And one of them looks exactly like you. 
<laughs> Which one? There's a dwarf, sort of off to the side on this beautiful mural, wearing what on could only look like an ancient duster. <laughs> Standing there. What do you guys do? I'm assuming I don't see this. I uh, I approach it and I look at it closer and I want to make sure that uh, it's not what Lockmore looks like, is it? No. Just someone off to the side. Someone off to the side that. As looks you, yeah, I imagine it like just you know, like you. You see, you oh can see God. like cracks in it as you get closer. It's like an old. You piece step of through art. all the stuff that fell out of the uh, the rug. Ting 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 ting. Della Nestor, uh, Willamette roll perception. Uh, 17. 24. 29. Of all people, Nestor notices that of the stuff that fell out of the rug, there's like a, a statue of two snakes intertwined, and there's one of Nargrim's kinsmen with a coat of arms with two snakes intertwined. There's one of a boar, like a uh, sort of ceramic plate with a picture of a boar on it. And one of the kinsmen has a boar's head on his shield. So Nestor, you notice that whatever was in this rug, each item seems to match up with one of the kinsmen of Nargrim. I look and I try to match. Like I look at the ones which goes to who and I see if... Do I notice Baron? Do I want to notice the one that looks like Baron? Yeah, you absolutely know. And now that yeah. you start looking at it, like, oh. So I look at him and he's like, well, this is queer. And I look and see if there's anything that would relate to him. The only thing that doesn't seem accounted for, if you were to really... Are you rummaging? Yeah, yeah. I'm like is a small square box. I, uh, I pull it out, <laughs> blow off the dust, <laughs> yes! and I, uh, I open it. Do we see him doing this? Sure. Yeah, I'm not hiding it. Okay. You open it, and you find two things. You find a note and you find something that you've only recently seen for the first time a gun <gasps> what this is great because I actually can't wear scale mail <laughs> <laughs> Nestor you find the note hmm. that the, Troy has handed Skid a note that's been uh, blowtorched around the sides to give it an aged yeah, it's been, look it's been aged well done, Troy. The Sorry. hilt of the gun has two dragons coiling around it all the way up to the barrel. Whoa. So I start reading. As a funerary gift to the man who saved my life what feels like a thousand times, if it was once. I, Magma, son of Manus, Leave you, Nargrim Steelhand, the saviour of Yanderhof, my sole inheritance. 
If I could give my life and take your place in the halls of Torag, I would. But since the cruel hands of fate took you before me, I can only hope that this will suffice. On the anniversary of their birth, the first-born males in my clan are left alone at the lip of a dormant volcano deep within the mind spins miles away from their families. For the first week of their life with no food, water or mother's touch to keep them alive. We are left only with a tool such as this buried beneath our infant bodies. Many perish, but by those chosen few such as I who Torag deems worthy to protect, we are raised within the tribe and then this same tool is re-bestowed upon us on our 40th name day as a gift from the father of creation himself. Useless in the hands of most, this weapon harnesses a powerful magic stolen from ancient fire giants who dwelled in volcanic wastelands. May the great power lying dormant within protect you. In the afterlife, in all lives to come, I bestow upon you, Nargrim, son of Torgrim, my birthright. I'll give you dragon's breath. And there's a name here, Mag... Magma, I assume. I think it's Magma. It could be Magma. It's mentioned here earlier. <laughs> the name is cut off just like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>